Yes, yes, yo. Bring out the popcorn. Guguru. Bring it out. Popcorn. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Popcorn. Check it out. Woo. Chop, chop. <laughs> chop that popcorn. Today I got uh, bits and pieces. First of all, we're gonna address some hate. Um, I put this out and um, just like this is the 23rd week, episode 23. Give us a round of applause. All right, some guy sent a message saying, "Oh, what's that sound? Why are you always eating popcorn?" It's called ASMR. Some people like the sound, some people don't. If you don't like the sound, well, sorry. I ain't gonna remove it. It follows the theme, popcorn. Now, most of the episodes I've talked about me as an artist, but a few of them, I just wanna give you guys an insight into my life, you know, cause I'm a human being too. I started this rapping thing very long time ago. I wasn't serious with it until People around me just said, listen, you're special. You could really do this. You know, I went to I went to be that poly. Most people know that. And uh, over there, it was miming that was popular, not, you know, doing your thing with mic, with a mic and someone playing an instrument or the DJ giving you an instrument or then you just doing your thing. It wasn't very, very popular. They used to call it live rap. Like I said in my the last episode, and the mimers got more love than the guys that did their own rhymes. And most of the time, they'll say, "Hey, you're doing someone else's rhyme. You're not rapping. You know, you're not doing your." They won't even give you that respect because they just think you're doing someone else's rhyme. But it's all good, you know. It was like the 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 guys that mime, they were like the mumble rappers are the new mimers. You know, and the real hip hop heads are the guys that do live rap. <laughs> That's how I see it though. But uh, when I was in Bidas, a lot of funny things happened, a lot of strange and funny things happened. Um, when I first got to school, I didn't have a hostel. So I, well, me, me, I met one guy, I've forgotten his name, and he was like, yo, I'm a jam by too. Let's look for guys that can just squat us. So we started going to from hostel to hostel and then meeting guys. It's like, yo, man, I just came in from Lagos. And mind you, Bida Poli is like, <clears throat> Bida is like nine hours, you know, speed. When you're on, when you're like, let's say, um, forget the speed now. Let's say probably like 11 hours NSTA from Lagos. <clears throat> so we didn't really know people. So we started begging people to, you know, hey, can you squat me? Blah, blah, blah. And most of the guys said no. Like, I had no issues with those that were just, you know, saying, sorry, man, I can't do it. But there were some certain guys who went to their hotel, they were laughing at us. They, they told us to bring oh, some crazy amounts of money. Like, if I had that money, I would have just gone to town and got myself a nice crib. So fast forward to when... I started drawing posters. You see, the guy that did that to me, that, that really made fun of us in a situation that we were just struggling 
and it was like everything was hopeless i just felt like every time i feel like i made a mistake and i was just like i need to go back to lagos i need to find a way to go back to lagos because i won't survive you know <clears throat> every time that happens something comes through that's why you guys gotta believe in god man there is a god so let's say fast forward a couple of years when i was already making posters when i was popular in school that same guy came he was like uh, the representative of one of these states and they wanted to draw a poster and they needed me to draw the poster i just looked at the guy and i was like i'm not gonna draw a poster for you guys and they were like why Night, why why aren't you drawing poster ah come on man why i was like the reason why is because of this guy I pointed to the guy you when i came to this school you made fun of me you didn't want to squat me and it was a joke thing to you you were laughing you were having fun with your friends now it's my turn i ain't drawing the poster long story show i did i did the poster yeah i did it because i'm not a bad person so i did it but i charged them more than <laughs> i charged a normal person because like they had to pay for it you know you're gonna get yours b you're gonna get yours you're gonna get yours b and that's what happened to him B that was a crazy place I had one um, <clears throat> guy that I squatted because of and funny enough because of the way that guy treated me when I got my own room I just squatted the first person that came and said uh, yo man I didn't know this guy from nowhere but I just knew that he came all the way from Lagos I'll say his name his name was Peter he came all the way from Lagos and he had nothing. He didn't even bring food. Most most of the time, the squatters, the Ogalan lords, that's what they call them. They'll make the squatters bring all the food. But this guy never brought food. He never really brought money. But I just did it because I didn't want to be like these guys, you know. And he was a loyal guy. He was in mechanical engineering. He was loyal. So in my room, there were like four. There were like two bunk beds. There was the top bed, and there was the bottom bed, and then on the other side, top and bottom. I was on the top on the other side and the guys that had the bottom bed were some guys from um, the Christian Fellowship. Now you know how brothers from the Christian Fellowship be. He had like, I think he had like four official squatters so the place was always crowded. But I didn't mind because they, they were very good people and I got along with all of them. But on the other side we had one Nupe guy called Garba and wait for it. The, bo the, the, the bottom bunk was kind of empty for a while until trrr, drum roll one guy shows up this guy is like I think he, I think he, around that time he, he was in his late 30s he was a force man he was a, I think he was an air force man and he was just you know doing his HND so we gave him a nickname our man because our man only used to eat yam and palm oil. And he used boiling ring to boil the rice, to, to boil the yam. He'll put the yam, in, <laughs> he had his bowl, right? Cut the yam, put it inside the bowl, and then put, uh, put water. Then he'll put a boiling ring in it, and he'll boil the yam. Then he'll take salt and put it in palm oil, and he'll eat it. And we used to call him our man. He was a crazy guy. He didn't like people coming to even visit. So I had um, one of my, my class rep, Paul, an Igala guy, let me say, from Benue State. So he's loud and crazy. So he came 
to the room and he knows Garuba, the guy on top on the bunk bed, because Garuba was in quantity surveying and I was in building. So he sat on our man's bed. And that day the whole school almost went boom. <laughs> so long story short, our man and uh, Paul they clashed. Our man just said, Don't sit on my bed. Don't you ever sit on my bed. I don't want anybody to sit on my bed. He was a crazy guy, man. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was a crazy guy. He didn't really used to talk to anybody. You know, he tried to sum people like, he'll try to give you advice and try to own you, try to make, like, yo, you didn't, you didn't send me to school, so man, I don't have to listen to you. He'll just say, Babs, Babs, you're playing too much music. I was playing my red man making cards, you know, on my side of the room, it wasn't even loud. You're playing too loud. I want to read my, my, if you want to read, go to class. So there was a day because he's an Igbo guy and the guy I squatted Peter is an Igbo guy too. So one day when I was out, this is, Peter told me this later. He said, our man came to him and said, Peter, Peter, that your, that your landlord is a useless guy. He's a useless guy. Do you know that he's a useless guy? Why are you following this useless guy? Then Peter just said, I beg, leave me, Joe. If I tell you, say, make you, make you squat me, you go green squat me. The guy came over. <laughs> he was eating yam and palm oil when he, when he was telling Peter that. So he came over to the outside of the room and he just opened the, the curtain. He was like, Peter, Peter, shaking the fork right in the guy's face. Peter, I hope you're not talking to me. Peter, I hope you're not talking to me. And Peter just said, I'm not talking to you. So when I got back from class, Peter told me, I was like, yo, this guy be bugging, man. But, you know, it wasn't all drabby and, you know, arguments and altercations here and there. It was just funny stuff was happening. When I went to visit my guy, Olumide, Olumide was cooking. He was cooking um, beans. That was every everybody's favorite. Because after all your food, your rice finishes first. Then he gets beans, beans. And then we get oil, so once one person will bring the oil, then, you know. So this was our last beans. So we're making it. So this guy, <laughs> I, won't, I won't mention his name. But okay, let's call him B. B will come to visit and he'll be talking about something serious because he was like the president of Mercury Club at that point in time. So you say, so Mode 9, you're going to design this poster? You're going to do this? And we're like, yeah, yeah. He came the first time, talked for like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He talked. He went again. Then he came back again. Then he came the third time. No, when he when he when the beans was getting ready, Olumide would put water in it again. Because we didn't want the guy to eat out of it. So he'll put water inside the beans. So the third time when he came, he came back the third time. Yup. He came back the third time. And when he came. And the beans was getting dry. Olumide just timed it again and said, okay, let me just put some more water in it so this punk can go. The guy just rushed him and held his hand. Man, you leave this thing. This beans is done. You think that I came here to talk about Mercury Club? I came here to time these beans. I beg. I beg, make we chop these beans now. Nah, they hungry. <laughs> so that's just how it was, man. And he had a spoon in his pocket. Can you believe that? So the real reason why he came to the room was just to eat beans with us. It was really peak like that. Bidapoli was a crazy place, man. Most of us came from Lagos. Like, Lagos was far away. 
we got broke at the end of the semester and we just had to go around chinching from everybody or sometimes forming Voltron if you have this next person brings this and that so my first partner right too crucial everybody knows that if you're a big fan of Mode 9 you probably heard uh, heard me uh, mention a guy called Too Crucial yep Too Crucial he was a proper guy like the rap thing wasn't a joke thing like to me I was just like you know happy to just be spitting bars every now and then but he was the one that told me he was younger than me he was a couple of years younger than me and he was like listen if we're gonna perform we have to have a costume we have to dress like we're really from New York we have to watch music videos I remember us going to uh, the student center to go watch a lot of music videos watch we watch uh, rest in peace guru gangstar we watched fat joe and then he was like i need these boots and then someone was like there's somebody in hostel h that has these boots we'll go all the way to hostel h and go and look for the person and use beg the person please give us your boots we're gonna use it to perform you know we were on that type of tip it was crazy and uh, even if we did the even if we did something we made a mistake right and the crowd loved it too crucial will be pissed after you know he was that kind of guy that was a proper he needed he wanted everything to be done properly and that's why we always had love because you know i had that rap skill too crucial was the organizer he's the one that told me taught me about stagecraft you see you can't just if you go to a show as an artist right excuse me i got a belch i'm drinking champagne shout out to linzer so if you go to a show and you're dressed worse than your fans, I mean, everything's defeated, man. You can't be dressed in a BYC white t-shirt and faded skinny jeans and then some Paco uh, All-Stars, some Converse All-Stars, old All-Stars that's already fading. You can't go to a show. If you like, know how to spit bars from here to the end of the earth, man. They're not going to respect you. You have to go like Buster Rhymes you know Buster Rhymes uh, there's a video that Buster Rhymes just put out with Bell Biv DeVoe you know out of my mind I mean you have to go with some mink coats you have to with a with a with a custom made Timberland boots you have to look the part that's what Too Crucial always used to tell me you have to look the part even if you borrow the clothes you have to look the part you know so that's what I learned and then stagecraft how to occupy the stage and there's this thing right me and too crucial this is our rule if two people are on stage and by any chance even if the crowd is really enjoying it going crazy the moment those two people bump into each other that's the end of the show that's the end it's a failure you can't bump into each other it's not possible if you do that you spot the whole show so you'll be moving rowdy but never bump into each other because if you do that you've messed the whole show up and come to think of it you know i used to say come on man you're going too far and come to think of it i'll sit down and i'll think watch some people on stage and they'll just be bumping into each other I'll be like oh, these guys aren't serious man this is not how to perform so man more tips man i got tips for you for next week i also got uh, another story something real something you guys are gonna really enjoy Peace, y'all. Popcorn. It's a movie.
Tada!